0: wow well met fellow adventurers now we're just doing we're doing various smaller adventures while we just check out while the crumbling tower does whatever it is that the crumbling tower does now that's good it's going to probably take about a week or so for for that to finish cooking its its ogre which will then presumably attack me immediately or whatever. <laughs> but in the interim I'm just randomly selecting from we used random.org to find myself an adventure from the eva- from my current adventures. There are other non-adventure things like the Proving Grounds. But, anyhow, it just so happened that the adventure that turned up was the end of your rope. An overcast evening in early summer finds you relaxing in some familiar surroundings. Let us begin. Be normal. Scaled? Let's go scaled. Here we go. Standing just over your shoulder as you care casually poke at the bed of glowing timbers in the hearth. Pretty poor. Stonebacked, Stoneback's beloved tavern-keep, enthusiastically, and somewhat unnecessarily, recounts the performance just given by the trickster, the old, grey bearded man, who shrewdly bartered with Pillipore, trading an hour's worth of his simple but entertaining tri- tricks for a meal and two flagons of ale, was well-received by the handful of patrons lingering... About the tavern's common room on this overcast afternoon in early, in early summer. I don't know which I like best," says Pillipore, turning to cast an annoying look at the two men taking. Making a look at two men taking note of the small. T- turn, turning to cast an annoyed look at two men. Taking note of a small leak in the roof, well, he should probably get round to fixing that. Otherwise, it might become a large leak. And then no one really wants to be in a tavern where you get rained on. I mean, not getting rained on is part of the reason why you're inside. His chair trip or his woke trick—both were astounding, of course. Glad he stopped by. Hope to pass away a grey day like this. Yeah, if you're like to know the truth, Sir Coketon. I'd have parted with quite a, with a few more ales if he'd bargained harder. While fondly recalling the trickster's final act, where a twirling and looping length, length of rope seemed to take on a life of its own, you startled to spot the very rope in question coiled up in the far corner. Can you imagine him just leaving that behind? says Pillipore, who apparently has also just taken notice of the work. He's, he's only just left a few minutes ago. Perhaps you'll be kind enough to patch up with it, catch up with him? I'm sure he'll be glad to have it back. There'll be air waiting for you when you get back, mind. Not willing to turn turn down Pilippa's offer, though you're determined to hold him to his word, you head over to snatch up the work. Crossing the common room, you glance. You glance out through the half-open door and up at the low, churning ceiling of deep grey clouds. A cool breath of air slips into the tavern and washes up to meet you, leaving you hoping you can return the rope and be back before the outset of the impending storm. As you approach the rope, the length of braided fires begins to twitch, eliciting a gasp of pillipot who immediately falls back several feet. Without further warning, the rope suddenly rises into the air and twists its top end into a large loop. Then, manoeuvring of unnerving swiftness, the rope streaks towards you. Manoeuvring to place the loop over your head. Oh, no, not my head, I need that. <laughs> For breathing and things. Alright, anyway, picking a number. Bonus, a 37. 20 from agility, 10 from body, 7 from luck. I can boost the luck a bit if I equip the the Quick Stab Dagger. Refresh. Yes, okay. Putting on the Quick Stab Dagger has got the luck bonus to 10, and thus the total bonus to 40, which is as high as it can possibly get unless unless those secret powers of the quickstone ever turn out to be anything cuz they might allow you to break 20 in those stats who knows but as far as but as far as everything in the game currently 40 is the maximum bonus you can get although i think there might be some special special flash the actual wheel cash items that can help you. Like that imp. That imp would help. Alright, picking it. Anyway. Gotta get 75 or more or it will choke me. And that'll be bad. Pick now. 68. Failure. You managed to dodge the rope's attack. But the sinister strand manages to cast its looped let. End over your head and promptly clinches around your neck. You struggle to breathe as the rope tightens its grip. Alright, I take five damage. Alright, what, what do I do now? What do I do now? The rope continues to tighten around your neck, its rugged fibres biting into your flesh as you struggle to draw breath. Well at least it's it's going for a regular choke, not the suddenly break your neck. Sort of thing that... that That's the... Tradi- that a pro That a well... That a well-designed hanging would would do. Because what's supposed to happen is they... They drop and they go... And dead. But, of course... Since these person is... Since they're... You know, there's someone you want to execute. They're not going to go... Fat. They're often... Not that concerned about being nice, because you know, executing people. So sometimes it's just choke, 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 choke choking. takes a long time. Alright, picking a number. Bonus of 40. 20 for might, 10 for body, 10 for agility. Alright, this is going to use my power to breathe really hard. Alright, gotta get 75 or more. Well, I'll probably starts to get some sort of some sort of lack of oxygen effects. Pick now. 50, 58. The rope tightens again around your neck. I take another eight damage. Okay, okay. Gotta get out of here. Okay, okay. I might. I might. If it comes to this. Okay. Can I use my dagger to just chop it off. No. No. No, because my, my neck's in the way. With the frantic shouts of the tavern patrons ringing in your ears, you struggle to bore, draw breath and free yourself from the deadly grip of the rope. Picking a number. A bonus of 40. 20 from agility, 10 from body, 10 from luck. Gotta get 75 or more. Oh, well. I think it might, might start getting a bit dire if I'm being choked for this long. Pick now. 104. Success. A profound sense of relief washes over you as you manage to slip your head out of the rope's deadly constricting loop. Oh, and I've just checked the wiki. It turns out that it's very handy to have, you know, other people around you while you're in dire peril. Because if the worst comes to worse they just are not... They just take the people around you, get it off you. Very handy. And, of course, it makes sense. This is actually probably one of the few where... Uh, where you fail a check that should kill you, but then you somehow do all right. You just It's just... It suddenly... It suddenly starts choking you less. This is one of the. This is probably one of the cases where. Okay, yeah, actually, that makes sense. It's not just. It's not. We don't want to have a death check here. Because those are really annoying. When if you you roll wrong and you're dead, nobody likes that. Okay, maybe some people do, but it's, it's not. It. It doesn't. Feel satisfying. Gasping for breath, you instinctively draw assume a defensive stance as the enchanted rope, rope swiftly draws up in front of you. Its opposite end now lashing the air like a whip. With Pillipor and the other patrons standing back, you defiantly prepare to engage the floating menace alone. This is the trickster's rope. It's scaled to some sort of blue. Maybe it's nine plus. No, it's eleven plus. Now you can kill it, which, admittedly, would probably make this, the twixter rather angry. I mean, it's not the ropes' fault that a magic cast on it went weird. <laughs> so, s- subdue. The enchanted rope severely, savagely whips at you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Someone probably has to redo whatever magic's on this, because it's gone a bit, it's gone a bit, no, it's gone a bit off. You've subdued your foe. 24 XP. The enchanted rope falls into a neatly cold heap at your feet. However, before you can lean down to examine the curious and deadly piece of rope, it suddenly stirs. You fall back and draw yourself into a combat-ready stance as the coiled rope rises into the air, weaving wildly. With the tavern patrons and pillipore shouting their their encouragement, you bravely hold your ground as the enchanted rope again assails you. Fortunately, I'm using my, my toady slipperiness to make it difficult for it to tie me up. Or something like that. Begin combat. The tricksters will Once again, you can kill or quit combat, which would also kill it. Or, well, destroy it, I guess. Or you could subdue it. Subduing is mechanically better and won't piss off a mage. Which is always a good thing to avoid. Which is always something you should consider. Don't piss off a wizard. You never know what they're going to do. You have subdued your I will subdue this enemy. This your enchanted rope savagely whips at you. Alright, but it, it did me a brutal blow for some damage. And it is subdued. 24 XP. The enchantment of devastation helped me score one wall of twenty. Very nice. Once again the enchanted rope drops to the floor at your feet. This time however. The rope does not coil itself. Instead, it continues to writhe about wildly until... You fall back and draw yourself into a combat-ready stance as the coiled rope rises rises into the air, writhing wildly. With The tavern patrons and pillipore shouting their encouragement. You bravely hold your ground as the enchanted rope again assails you. It seems to be weakening... Because its difficulty is now only grey. Begin combat, once again. Subdue it. Chanted rope savagely whips at you. I keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Brutal, brutal blow for two damage. It's not that strong at all, is it? It is subdued. Another twenty-four XP. The enchanted rope. Falls to the floor at your feet, not not taking any chances, you immediately deal the tattered strand another blow. For several moments, the rope remains motionless, until... You fall back and draw yourself into combat-ready stance, as the coiled rope rises into the air, wiving wildly. With the tavern patrons and pillpaw shouting their encouragement, you bravely hold your ground as the enchanted rope again assails you. This is a trickster's rope. Begin combat. I'm going to subdue it again. After all, I spent so long subduing it. It'd be, it'd be kind of a waste for me to go for smashing now. Especially since it's it's mostly gone. It it's lost most of its umph. Chanted rope savagely whips at you. It's mostly down, and it is subdued. But will it stay? Apparently yes, twenty-four experience and a hundred and twenty-eight experience to general. You step back and watch with a mix of amazement and alarm, as the enchanted rope again swiftly crows itself into a neat heap, though still twitching slightly. The rope shows no further signs of any immediate aggression. And for several tense moments of past, you conclude that the deadly. Tattered strand is at last finished. Are you all right? Asked Peterborough, suddenly appearing at your side. Don't go near that again. Let's just leave it there, and we'll. Suddenly, the tavern door flies open, and the trickster, his long grey beard and fanciful attire stoked by the steady rain now, now falling, steps into the tavern wiping the water from his face as he curses the turn in the weather. Before either you or Pillebore can say anything about the rope, which, thankfully, remains caught on your floor at your feet, the old man rushes over to where you stand. Ineffectively pushing you aside, the trickster scoops up the somewhat frayed but otherwise intact rope and cradles it gently in his arms. After just a few moments, however, his eyes narrow, and he casts his accusatory gaze at both you and Pillipore. Hey, hey. I... Hey. He tried to kill me. Yeah. You shouldn't do that. You, you should, you know, watch your enchantments. To Think of it, he spat. I leave behind something of mine for mere moments, and this is what comes of it. All within sa- the sound of my voice are very lucky that nothing worse has happened to my rope. No, Dillipore. That will be many a day ere I return to this wretched den of rogues. Uh, Probably for the best, really. You know, considering you know, it's it's trying to kill people. we We really don't want that to happen. When we've had enough, we've had enough bad times in Hawkclaw lately. Without people randomly getting choked by a magic rope, the trickster, still cradling his precious rope, announces a curse on all present and promptly storms out of the tavern, not bothering to close the door behind him. The few lingering patrons seem to pay no mind to his toothless threat and quickly returned to their previous affairs. Less than a minute after his blustery departure, the din of the stone-backed tavern's common room again settles into the low, frothing murmur of friendly conversation. Well, I let this come to has come with it. That much we know for sure, says Pillipore, shaking his head as he moves over to close the door left open by the departing Twixter. I must say, Sir Croqueton, I don't think I'll ever look at another piece of rope quite the same again. You would take. You will take your seat at, at the t- table closest to the as you retake your seat at the table closest to the hearth. Billipore sits himself down opposite you, his large hands surrounding a steaming mug of paleo. He raises the mug and nods, saluting you with a simple gesture before gingerly sipping at the flavourful brew that fills the vessel. You're about to inquire about the ale, you were promised, figuring you earned at least that much for your tussle with the enchanted robe, but before you've spoken a single word, Pillipore waves his hand, and the young lad hurries over with a frothing flagon of the tavern's best. The tavern keeper nods at you and then winks. Might just help ward away the chill of a rainy day. You- he mutters, glancing at the door. A rainy, day. It's almost over, though. And there's always a chance we'll see the sun tomorrow. And that is the end of this adventure. End of your rope. And it, well, it actually isn't the end of the rope. And it's not my rope. So, but, well, I guess you had to do that to make it line up with the phrase. And and I get hundred and twenty-eight experience to general for finishing it. And that is that. Wait, right, is something Hmm I think something new might have just turned up. Yeah, I think were Request. Pilipaw's unexpected request catches you completely off guard. Well, I might as well do this now. Start the adventure. Here we go. It is a late, a late, a frigid late autumn wind wattles the tavern's shuttered windows through above the bolstered din that fills the stone bag. It is only just barely noticeable. Pilipore, his arms laden with fire, Firewood, strides past the table at which you've taken up residence, pausing to say that he has something to discuss with you. I'll be back in a moment, he says. Don't go wandering away just yet. As the tavern keep, br- brussels off towards the fireplace with an armload of fuel. You turn your attention to the paleo resting before you on the edge of that table, a vessel filled with ale or paleo. I don't think this means anything, but it's autumn. It's frigid, so I think I'm going to need some paleo, some nice warm paleo. You've taken only a couple of sips of your paleo when the tavern keeper appears out of the throng of patrons and seating himself at your otherwise empty table. "How's the brew?" he asks, nodding at your steaming vessel. "I didn't make it, but I had just a bit of it earlier." Seems strong, maybe a bit bitter, but that's how I best like it. I won't stand for poor Paleo. Before you can respond to his inquiry, Pilipaw smiles and slaps the edge of his table. Now, nothing about that, he says. I have something a bit more important to discuss with you. Pilipaw seems hesitant to begin folds his hand behind his head and leans back in his chair. Then, he suddenly unfolds them and places them on the table, where his fingers begin drumming out a frantic, scattered beat. You see, I have a sort of favour I wish to ask of you, he says. Pillipore clears his throat, glances around, and then leans in across the table, as if he fears being being overheard it's about this old place the tavern he says or perhaps more to the point about something here in the tavern something very near and dear to me but something about which something must be done ok he seems to be this seems to be a hard thing to say so he's taking quite a while Continue to listen politely. Tell Pillipore to get to the point or reassure him. I'll reassure him. Yes, of course, you're right, he says, nodding. After listening you tell him he doesn't have to be afraid to say what he wishes to say. Thank you, Sir Crockington. You're a good friend. You set my mind at ease about it. Pillipore sighs and seems to relax. It's just not an easy thing for me to say, he says. But it needs to be said. I can't fear saying. All right, I'll say. Yes, I'm ready to say it. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here, I- I- I'll just say it. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I was wondering, being the kind hearted lady of means that you are, and you'll never convince me otherwise, that you would do me the great favor and even greater honor henceforth of looking after and seeing the. the Seeing to the needs of a dear soul very precious to me, but whose time within these walls must, at last, out of great necessity, made made short. Short as possible. You suddenly feel something brushing up against your leg. Glancing down, you spot candles. Pitipore's scrawny, beloved feline, wrapping her long tail around your calf. Candles mews twice, and rubs her head against, uh, and rubs her head against your side. You, you, you look up and lock eyes with Pillipore. The tavern keep nods. In an instant, you realise you've been just been asked in a very roundabout way, to adopt his cat. Ooh, yeah. Well, I guess it makes sense. I have this grand residence. And it's got, you know, people there to look after to look after him. Him even when I'm off doing adventures, which is a lot. Pilipor's unexpected request, now deciphered, has caught you completely off guard. With the subject of his entreaties still moving about at your feet. And now and again rubbing her head against your leg. Davenkeep looks at you expectantly. I can only say that she's become somewhat of a nuisance about this old place. He says, shaking his head and closing his eyes, as if the admission pains him. Nipping patrons, snatching at their belongings, and any other of other, and it, and any number of other undesirable sort of things. She needs peace and quiet. Some place she can roam and explore without folks tripping over her cursing at her pillipore places his hand his hands flat on the table and sighs i don't know what else you've got roaming roaming the halls of oak road keep he says but i'm willing to wage you haven't a noble beast like candles what do you say to it my friend could you see to giving old candles the home she deserves, she and I would be forever in your debt, well, obviously, obviously, I mean theoretically, you can decline, but I don't know if anyone's actually ever done that. <laughs> uh, I'm certainly not going to start now. I mean, I haven't just saved so. Agree to adopt candles. Poporric exhales shot loudly and slumps back in his chair when you tell him that you will gladly adopt his beloved cat. As if he's somehow aware of what has just taken place. Candles leaps onto your lap, curls up into what well, leaps onto my back, I guess, curls up into a ball, and purling orderly, proceeds to fall asleep. A great weight off my mind. my mind, says Pillipore, smiling. I'm going to miss the old gal, but she deserves this. I can't thank you enough, my friend. You've made me and Candles very, very happy. Come, let's make the proper arrangements. Cradling Candles in your arms, you follow Pillipore into the room at the back of the cavern. There, he directs you to a wooden cage set upon a cluttered table. He tells you he had the the cage built specifically for holding candles, for he's never before had a reason to make use of it. That should suffice for your journey to your new home, he says, affectionately rubbing Candle's sleek, slender face. I wish you both nothing but the best. If I'm to be... If I'm... to be any sort of mark, I'm sure that Candle will soon cast a spell on you too, my friend. She's quite the cat. Make no mistake about it. As you prepare to set out, Candle's curled up atop a lark crumpled... Cloth sack inside the wooden cage. Pillipo again thanks you and tells you that he is in your debt. Goodbye, my friend, says Pillipo, smiling kindly as he reaches through the wooden bars of the cage and stokes the top of the cat of Candle's head. You behave yourself and keep well. <laughs> you briefly place the cage on the floor so you can meet the tavern keep in a shoulder cross. Before making your way out of the stone bag, eager to transport your adopted pet to a new home. Now, hmm, that home is in Western Tysa, that's quite a distance away from Hawklaw in South West So, Candles is going to have to meet my horses. My horses, Baroness and Stormgate. You right. <laughs> briefly place the cage on the floor so you can meet the tavern keep and the shoulder cross before making your way out of the stone, stone back, eager to transport your adopted pet to her new home. Stepping away from the tavern, you turn and look back. There, standing in the doorway, his eyes glistening in the pale glow of the afternoon sun is Pilipaw. He waves, steps back, and slowly closes the door. Candles meows, turns once, and sinks back into the com- the comfortable cloth heap at the bottom of the cage. Candles will now be present at Oaken World Keep. And that finishes this, this adventure with 16 XP to General. But of course the wheel will war. The real point of this is when I go to my residence. Return. To to the residence, here is here is Oakenworld Keep. It has a grander score of a hundred and two, although that does not encamp- that that grander score does not take into account candles being there, because if it took that into account, it'd be several thousand. Because candles is just that good. <laughs> Candle sits nearby, grooming herself. All right, and you can. Look at your functional upgrades, the Hall of Living Statues. And okay, just fight fight one of them. Fighting a living knight statue. So fight combat experience, ninety six experience in general. Yeah. Anyway, that's yeah, that's the same as, as it always is. Here's the library of arcanium. Where you can get bonuses to magic and things. And there's a coachman who can, oh, yep, yeah, candles is, is near the coachman, no doubt getting many pets, yeah, many pets, and and probably making making good friends with the horses, and you know, probably dealing with any mice that might be. Any mice that might you know be going for the hay. Yes, yes, there's candles. Candles sits nearby purring contently. Candles dashes through chasing something. Candles sits nearby purring contently. Candles strolls by meowing loudly. Sandals candles lies there, lies curled up there, resting peacefully. Yeah, so you get so you, you get a little, little random notes about what, what candles the cat is doing. Candle sits nearby watching you intensely. Candle strolls by meowing loudly. And so on. There's not really anything you can. There's no buttons you can click though. Presumably because you just do it. <laughs> you You just do all that stuff automatically because of course you did you will you promised you promised and so you will or you'll ensure if you're not you're not currently in a position to do it because you're on some sort of epic adventure possibly on the other side of the kingdom or even out or even beyond the kingdom you'd ensure that you can get someone to Someone to fill in for you in the time. Anyhow, we we Oh, right. Hmm, what to do next? I think let I think we can squeeze one more adventure out. Alright. Yeah, Snowy dusk, Ancient of Basque, the cabin, deep in the forest. Ah, uh, I'm gonna do the An Agent in Black, which means I've gotta go back all the way to Hawklaw. Bye bye, candles. Alright, adventures for this location An Agent in Black. The young woman straightens her dark attire and smiles. Then, with something of a flourish, she produces from her satchel a heavy leather bound book and carefully lays the weighted tome on the table. Start adventure. Here we go. And that, last Pilipor, slapping the table as he rises on his length. Is the last time we ever saw him around here Visible little rat. That's the whole that whole story's truth for mind. A stone Backs. beloved property steps away from the table, having, thankfully, concluded a rather long-winded tale about the downfall of a local ruffian. The door opens and a young woman garbled almost entirely in black steps into the common room. Pillipore casts you a wary gaze and motions with his head in the direction of the new arrival. That's the one you've been waiting for, he says. Walking past you as he heads for a room, Back at the tavern, I would wager a thousand gold that's to one. Mind yourself now. The young, the young woman, throws back her hood and removes a pair of black gloves, which she promptly stuffs into the outer pocket of her lo- long dark coat cloak. As she do, as if she knows you by sight, she smiles, waves, and makes her way over to your table by the fire. Sir Croakington, well met, she says, as you stand as you hop onto a table and meet her on the shoulder cross. This little place is a little more remote than I was led to believe. Do you spend much time here? I have to assume that you receive Master Huron's note good. That it won't surprise you to know that I that I'm Avelia, Huron's apprentice. You welcome Avelia to Hawklaw. No sooner has she taken a seat at the table, pausing to deposit a leather sack on the floor, does Pillipor appear and set down two steaming mugs of paleo. Olivar smiles at the tavern keep and compliments him on his establishment. He thanks her and promptly returns with a wedge of cheese and a half loaf of bread. As Olivar slips sips at her paleo and picks at some of your some of the cheese. Your mind wanders back to a note delivered you by the courier by Courier little over a month ago. You clearly recall the message. Dearest Sir Crockington, one of my agents, though she would much rather call herself my apprentice, will be seeking you in Hawklaw in a month's time. Her name is Avalia. I hope you still have your quickstone It's Huron. And that's the message from Huron. I'm guessing it's the quickstone power we're getting. You suddenly realise Havali was staring at you, before you can attempt to explain away your momentary lapse of attention. She stands up and retrieves the leather pack, leather pack resting at the foot of her chair. The young woman straightens her dark attire and smiles. Then, with something of a flourish, she, pu- she produces from the satchel a heavy, leather-bound book, and carefully lays the weighty tome upon the table. She pats the cover once, and we takes her seat. Have you got the quick stone? She whispers. Are you expectantly good? Don't, don't take it out. I just need to know that you have it. The less these stones are seen, the better. Avelia opens the book and turns several pages at force, turning and looking up at you, then speaking slowly. Her eyes, repeatedly darting to the page open before her, she whispers a few words in what you believe to be an ancient Ardivari dialect. That's it, she says, smiling as she closes the book and places it back in in her pack. Your quickstone has had one of its more powerful and, I dare say, useful abilities unlocked. Don't ask me anything about it, though. I know next to nothing about quickstones. You ask, you ask her why Huron chose to unlock this special quickstone power for you? Whatever it is. Master Huron's ways often know little why. More reasons, he says, smirking. There's certainly some perfs behind it, but just what that may be, I'd rather not try to guess. After another mug of paleo and some of the bread, Avelia... Velia tells you that she must be on her way. The young woman rises from a table, meets with her shoulder cross, and again dons her hood and black cloth gloves. She hoists the leather pack back onto her shoulders and bids you farewell. Master Huron will be pleased to know you're doing well, she says. And I'm pleased to have met you. Take care of yourself. With that, she strides out of the tavern. As the door closes behind her, You wonder if you'll ever again set eyes upon Huron's black-clad agent, or, as she seems to prefer saying, apprentice. New quickstone power! One of the hidden powers hidden within your quickstone has been unlocked. You can now use your quickstone to transform specific experience from your skills and powers into general experience. Use... Using this quickstone power, it will take two points of Pacific experience to create one point of general experience. To use the quickstone power, pay a visit to the windowless building, with a blue door in Hawklaw, Talonus, Trithic, all the battlegrounds for that matter, and select the quickstone experience conversion option, under the section titled, Your Quickstone. And that is the end of this adventure, and it get and... Venture called the Ancient in Black and as well as the new Quickstone Power, we've got thirty-two experience to general. Alright, let's go look at let's go have a look at this quickstone power. Quickstone experience conversion. So you can transfer any type of Pacific experience into general. Now, generally, there's two reasons you do this. It's either... It's a specific... It's a skill, probably a weaponry subskill... That you're not going to use. Or very, very rarely use. Yeah, something like weaponry polearms. Yeah, pro... I I I don't know if I've ever used anything that used any equipment that uses the weaponry pull arm skill so any all skills and power experience that gets to that is probably just gonna hang there unless you feel like just getting your skills up so we can get a slightly higher rank well that that's one the other reason is if you've already got something past lev- to one level 100, any any Pacific experience that goes into that is just going to sit there. So you could use that. So you could turn that any excess over 100. For example, quite a few characters, I've raised archery to level 100 for the various contests, and then I just transformed, transmogrified the extra into general. Which also just sat there. But it sat there being being at least having the potential to possibly be useful at some point. Okay. So what shall I transmogrify? Alright, weaponry pole arms. And you can could, you could only ever transfer all of it at once. You can't transfer just a little bit. Because, well, honestly, that'll probably be... It'll take a while to program. Well, maybe not, not, not a while, but... It tends to be... If you want to do this, you, you use all of it. Maybe you might... Might have that... Maybe sometimes you might have another desire... Maybe you just want maybe you just want a little bit of general, so you're just gonna tap into something. But nope, no, it's gotta be all of it. Alright, transform my fifty thousand five hundred and sixty-two Pacific experience to weaponry pole arms into twenty-five thousand two hundred and eighty-one general experience. Transform experience now. I right, now have 431,562 general experience. Which is at least something, I guess. And you you can transfer more of that if you want, but I don't particularly want... And it also gives you a list of how much Pacific experience you have for your skills and powers. So like probably maybe a a list of things you list of things you could go, hmm, maybe I can level that up. You know, without with less with less scrolling and less clicking two tabs. That's another advantage of it. Anyhow, there are special packages, but they're all things I've seen before. Yes, my paleo, the Blood Snake, the Void Tomes, and Adventure Tokens. They're all very nice. All right, that that's enough. That's enough messing around in Hawklaw for now. We're going to save, and well, so uh, next time, next time. Well, since we're doing adventures in Hawklaw we might as well do the next ones. All right, we've done adventures in the tavern, so let's do adventures in the wilds. We've got one called Deep in the Forest. We've got the Cabin, and we have Snowy Dusk. Those, I think, those three will probably be enough. Anyhow, until then, farewell fellow adventurers.